And we're live. That was fast. Yeah, I mean, we've been there. I got, well, OBS is still giving me trouble, but, you know, <laughs> I got us up and running, I think. What, what is OBS doing that's giving you trouble? It's being OBS. Yeah. I haven't had any problems it. with it, so that's, I'm trying to learn. <laughs> You'll learn that the problems change every time, so okay, I can't tell you what it is, and I, we don't have time to troubleshoot all of them. That's so. true. Yeah. We're here, though. We did it. That's good. Yeah. I'm exhausted, so excuse me while I take a nap. You guys can do the show without me, right? I didn't even play anything, so. <laughs> hey, barely me either. <laughs> yeah, uh, I ran into the, uh, Paul and I were talking about this before, I ran into the problem of the game I've been playing the most. Uh, I can't talk about it till the end of the month. Um, so I had to like force myself to play something else to talk about. Yep. Otherwise, I would have just talked about this game for you know subsequent episodes or whatever. That's and that's fair. all I've been playing, and a <laughs> lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're of course talking about Into the Breach. John, have you played any of it yet? Uh, no, not yet. I picked it up okay. yesterday, and I had to get ready for stream. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that that episode at the end of the month. For sure. Me too. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll just get into it. It's uh, March 8th. Hooray. 2018. Hooray. Top down respective. Paul Fleck, John Wheeler, Sean Booker. Hooray. We're all here. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. Um, is it just me or is March have like too many games coming out? Yeah. Well, it has... Maybe enough games. I don't it, know. It has enough. I still feel like I'm on catch-up duty, basically. Oh, yeah. but I mean, isn't that just always? I guess, yeah, but like after the Hollow Knight episode, I haven't had a chance to continue playing it, basically, and I really wanted to finish that. I haven't started into Breach. I just feel like I've not had any time for just casual sit-down gaming in a while, except for what I played. Okay. Yeah, because like, I'm looking at like what's coming out, so I'm excited for Flint Hook tomorrow. Mm -hmm. on the switch because because i missed that out on that on the last year and so and i'm gonna need to switch game soon with golf story wrapping up and then we got burnout paradise which you know i'm gonna sink some time into that and then yeah. oh uh, yeah like two days sure. later or sorry four days later sea of thieves boom yep like man and i, I there's that kirby game coming out yeah i'm excited for that Nino Kuni 2, I'm sure people are going to be into that. Oh, God, I forgot that was soon. Detective Pikachu is also the same day. If if, if that's good, I don't know. That's yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll have to see. I don't know, man. We'll talk about when we get to news, but that's a weird looking thing. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, like, there's a lot of a lot of stuff coming out in March. Was it last year that March was also crazy? I want to say last uh, year March was dead, but maybe the year last before? year. I mean, last year March was crazy just because the Switch <laughs> had just come out with Zelda, oh, right? And all yeah, stuff. and then Horizon would have been really close, right? Yeah, yeah. Horizon oh yeah, no. So I'm looking at a. Uh, maybe I'm think thinking of the year before. March. Hang on, games released in March 2017. Um, so Breath of the Wild, Near was that month. Yeah, Wildlands was that month. Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, uh, all things considered, so, it wasn't a great one. <laughs> so all of uh, 
So all the Switch stuff was that was that month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just before that, that would have been a Horizon. Yeah, it would have been late February. Yep. That's who true. could po- who could forget Mario Sports Superstars on the 3DS? Uh, yeah, exactly. Snake Pass. That game's okay. Everybody's game of the year. Snake Pass. I heard Snake Pass was okay. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. People okay. stop talking about it pretty quick, though. Funny yeah. thing is, one of my friends is streaming it right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I have that on the Switch. I, d- I didn't play a ton of it. But yeah, it's, it's okay. It's kind of slow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, let's, uh, instead of talking about what's about to come out or what already came out, why don't we talk about what Paul's been playing? Yeah, nothing. No, that's right. not true. I've been playing Into the Breach. Hmm? Okay. But you're under embargo. That's the problem. Because <laughs> I could talk some mad shit if we talk about Into the Breach, because I have a lot of opinions on that game. But, like, I can't. I'll say it's good. I'll say it's great. And I'll leave it at that. Sure. I'll agree with that. And I'll leave okay. it at that. Okay. Uh, if people do want to hear us talk about it, check out uh, TDP Plus at the end of the month. Sign up for Patreon. Yeah, yeah. sign up for our Patreon where you can get access to TDP Plus. Um, yeah. But yeah, that'll that'll be a good time. I've been playing that for about like an hour or so each night. Anyway, anyway, yeah, I, like I gotta, gotta stop myself from play- talking about this game. No, <laughs> I'm with you. Let, let's talk about Pit People because that's the other game I played this week. Another tactics, uh, yeah. game uh, playing on the computer here. I don't really like Pit People, uh, which is yeah. a bummer because it's the Behemoth, and this thing has been in early access since I think roughly forever. It's been like it feels like two plus years at this point. Yeah, it's been a while. I feel like I've um, seen it at PAX for the last, like, four years. Yeah, I, I remember when they first announced it, it was just called Game 4. Uh, but yeah, it definitely went up in the early access a long time ago. Yeah. Came out officially la- this last week. Um, I will say it's got a lot of charm. Like, the voice acting is really, really great. And it's utterly ridiculous. The concept is a giant six-legged space bear, like planet-sized space bear, crashes <clears> into <throat> the Earth. Yeah. Um, and that just kind of screws everything up in some way. Uh, and then cut to your son getting, like, stolen. And then you're just, like, ch- running around the world trying to get your son back. And turns out the space bear has him and is, like... F- force feeding him ice cream or something like this. <laughs> uh, everyone talks in like weird, like simlish animal crossing, like kind of stuff. Um, oh man. Like, and just that announcer who, who plays the space bear is he, like, he, it's really great. I would highly recommend looking up like the intro cutscene to that game. That's pretty funny. So that definitely hooks me. Um, but the gameplay is just, paced so slowly and it's weird because i'm also playing into the breach which is a slow game like into the breach might as well just be chess because sometimes you're just staring at the board for like 15 minutes trying to figure out is there what is the most strategic way to tackle this scenario it is mech monster chess yeah yeah uh hit people 
you like the strategy there's like hardly a strategy it's it, it's a hex based uh tactics game for one and you don't get to choose who you attack if you put a guy beside another guy he'll attack him if he's beside two guys he'll attack one of them you don't get to pick, but he'll attack one, which can kind of suck when you're trying to like gang up on one, and then one of your dudes just decides to turn around and hit the guy, other guy, for whatever reason. Hmm. Uh, and the game even says like you don't get to choose; like some, it'll just be a toss up who your characters attack. So what it ends up doing is you kind of just move your six people into position, and then you just keep hitting end turn <laughs> until someone's dead. Sweet. Yeah, like you're just kind of like rolling dice, hoping like, I hope this is good. You can't even really tell specifically how much health you have. There's a health bar, but there's no like numbers on it. So you can kind of see like, okay, I look like I have about half health. I don't know how much that means. I don't know how much damage I can still take. I know when I do get hit, there's like a two or a or a four pops up. But like, what does that mean in terms of like how much bar I have left? So it's literally just like, hope I'm good. I'll just try and keep my guys healthy, and then I'll just keep hitting end turn until this guy dies. I'll move all my guys over to the next guy. Keep hitting end turn until they die. Like, it's just boring. You're just you're just sitting yeah. there, like, just waiting for this to, like, run its course. That sounds shitty. Yeah, like, it's weird. Uh, and I guess there's a huge emphasis on, like, it wants you to play two-player. Um, whether that be, like, online against each other or, like, teaming up. And I guess it's just supposed to be, like, a tactics game for people that don't like tactics games. They just want to like move people, have kind of a small army and just watch people wail on each other. But like it just, you're just kind of sitting there for a while. I don't even think it would be that great with another person unless you kind of just like turned your minds off and were like chatting about something. Like, I guess it would be a good podcast game, but only in the sense that you, mm. there's something distracting you from this game, which is a bummer because like I said, it has so much charm and like, I, I just love the presentation and the voice acting and the music's great. Like there's different music for each stages. The side quests you're doing are just weird. Like the one I, so I was, I was uh, streaming it on the pre-show before this. I was doing a side quest where we went to a zombie town because some zombies were being kidnapped. <coughs> so you're chatting with the zombies and they're like, yeah, we're getting kidnapped. Some weird lady up on the house on the hill has been kidnapping our zombies. We just want to be left alone to live a, to live like an our, our, a not life or something like that. Um, <laughs> and uh, so you go up to the house and turns out it's some lady who's basically man bat from Batman. Mm, okay. Um, and she's just been sewing people's body parts onto her like minions. So she's like, you're gonna have to fight my guy. He's really good at making cakes and also really good at hitting home runs. And cause one of his arms is a baseball bat and the other one is just a cake. <laughs> oh, like, okay. like the game is, yeah, yeah. the game is real funny. And she, and so, you know, you're fighting that and there's even like these side quests, there's like second parts to them. Like at the end, you don't you don't defeat her because you realize she's immortal. So there's a part two you can you can unlock to go do these side quests again. So it's kind of interesting. Everything's great until you have to play it. And then it just is so boring. Maybe I need to turn the game speed up to like max. Mm. Then I'm just worried, like at the, the, the you know, the small chance that I might get overrun. And then that kind of sucks. And there is a, a mode. I don't even know if I have it set where if you lose a character, they're gone forever. Uh, luckily, it's not a big deal because this game's all about like recruiting enemies. So if there's one enemy left and you have this specific item, which you can just purchase before you leave the town, 
you can like capture them basically kind of pokemon style and then have them on your team okay so you can you hmm. can, so you can capture like anyone you want i'm assuming you can't do it to bosses but probably not i didn't I actually didn't really try you might be able to i don't know uh hmm. maybe if it's the end of like a quest line you could do it i don't know um but right now like my team is the main dad character i talked about and you can also customize everyone you can customize what's on their head what's on their arms you can give them shields and stuff. I have this one princess who's really good with a mallet. I have a cupcake who heals my characters. I have a giant pirate guy. He's pretty good. Okay. Uh, and then I have like the recruiter chick. You need to have her in your party if you want to recruit people. Um, and like there's like cyclopses and, and I just another side quest I was doing was this penguin was controlling an army of firemen who just wanted to freeze everything. Because oh, no. they were tired of their backyards being full of lava. Yeah, all right. I can <laughs> like, see that if you were a fireman, you'd just be sick of seeing fires all day. Yeah, and they, they even stopped during the fight, and they're like, "Wait, you guys are firemen. Why are you? Why are you trying to like freeze everything?" And they're like, "You know, sometimes too much fire is a thing." And then it's just like, "Okay," and then you go back to fighting. So, like I said, like it's funny, it's presented great. It's just boring to play, which really sucks because I I want to see the jokes they wrote there. Like they put a lot of work into this presentation but i like it just kind of turned me off and and in fact when i was streaming it, it was like the second time i played it and i kind of just finished that like I, i'm just like so done with this mm. i don't have time there's not enough holding me here so that's a bummer yeah uh but that's pit people um castle crashers though is a pretty good game from the behemoth yep it's true yep yep i liked alien hominid a lot too <clears throat> alien hominid's good too i didn't play battle block theater it was pretty good. I thought it was okay. Uh, and I think it's the same kind of voice actor, narrator that Battle Block Theater had. It's always Stamper doing all that shit. Oh, is it? Is it like a known person? I don't I don't know this. He's a YouTuber, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, he does a great job, I'll just say that. So That's why he always does it. <laughs> yeah. Again, I will just recommend, uh, look up the, the intro cutscene for Pit People, because uh, it's, it's really great. Um, anyways, that's all I've been playing. What about you, John? Cool. Um, <clears throat> finished you or finished uh Yakuza Kiwami with Reese. So now, oh, yeah, yep. So that was pretty good. I can definitely start playing more games in that series. Uh, it wasn't it, two's being made, right? I think it's out in Japan, but not out over here yet. Okay, I know six is coming out soon. Six is in May, I want to say. Is it that far away? They just had the demo. It's either this month or May. It's one of the end months. Okay. Well, it's not this month. I just looked up what's this month. So. Okay. Uh, hmm. Well, December 8th in Japan. So there you go. That's helpful. Uh, April 17th. So I was totally wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's next month. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was sooner. So, But yeah, um, I'm debating whether or not we're just going to wait for Kiwami 2 or just start playing the original version of 2 on the on the ps2 which is going to be a little what's rough. the what is the release date for kwami 2 there is none yet it came okay. out in japan december 7th and there's no release date for north america yet hmm. I, yeah i'm trying to think what i would do like i think i would hold off for the remake uh especially you know just to give myself a break from yakuza i mean i yeah. can see that but like i'm looking here now the release date gap between Yakuza 6 and when we're getting it is a year and a half. 
and, so you have to wait a year and a half, you think? Yeah, okay. which that's a bit much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Especially considering there's no plans for a Kiwami 3 or anything like that. So 3, 4, and 5, we'd have to play on the PS3. Yeah. So we might just bite the bullet on this one then. <clears throat> uh, other than that, Bailey pretty much just played stuff on stream. Uh, we beat two fairly rare NES games on Monday. We beat Power Blade 2 and The Flintstones, The Surprise at Dinosaur Peak, both by Taito. Okay. Um, they were both kind of annoying at the very end. The Flintstones final stage was surprisingly awful. Like, exceptionally hard and bad for a Flintstones game, of all things. You basically get chased by this boulder the entire time, and you have just enough room to pull everything off perfectly. You cannot make any mistakes, or you die and have to do the whole thing over. And then after huh. you do all of that, you have to uh, fight a boss, or two bosses, rather. And that's, and that's all after, like, an entire stage, too. So, like, the ending, the last stage was surprisingly awful, but everything else about uh, that game was fine. And same with the Power Blade. The last stage was kind of awful. Although there was another stage where you had to, like, dodge these giant fans with a rocket pack, and they could throw you into each other and just kill you. No matter, what, no matter what part of the fan you touch, and no matter if the fans were on or off, they just instantly killed you. God, I hate fans <laughs> in video games. They're mm-hmm. the worst. They're both fun games, though. I do recommend them aside the frustration. Otherwise, last night, we did a bunch of FMV game streaming. So Which ones? That, I'm excited. That was a treat. That was a treat. Uh, we, well, we did the Don Bluth trilogy first. So we did Dragon's Lair okay. 1, Dragon's Lair 2, and Space Ace. Uh-huh. I'm going to say Space Ace was the best of the three. It's also the only one that we managed to beat. Yeah, that's probably fair. Uh, if you haven't seen those, they're just basically animated video game like movies. They're pretty good. I own the first one on Blu-ray disc. Yeah, because you got it from yeah. the store, didn't you? I, oh, I did. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> you remembered. I don't know how I got that. I think I, I think I was I, just like I think it was alphabetizing games one day, and then I saw this game, not game, mm. just in our PlayStation section, and yeah. it was like a dollar. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it was being written off, and you were just like, I'm just gonna take it home, or like I'm just gonna buy it. Like I think it was a penny or something when you got it. It was definitely like really cheap. Yeah, yeah, I didn't just take it home that for sure, but it was definitely super cheap. But I remember just being like, this isn't even like for like a game console. This is just for like a Blu-ray player. Yeah. And back in the early 80s, that was a giant ass arcade machine. Laserdisc. Right. Yep. It's crazy. Uh, other than that, we played a bunch on the Sega CD. We played Sewer Shark, which is the one that came with the Sega CD. Okay. Yep. This is the one where you're flying through a bunch of tubes and you have to shoot like a bunch of like rats on the walls and then I like heard follow it's a maze. So bad. It's pretty bad. We didn't yeah. score well enough, so the game just auto killed us. Okay. And it just does that randomly. It's like, yeah, you're not doing good enough. Bye. And then you just have <laughs> to start everything over. It's really rough. But like the acting is just so perfect. So perfectly awful. It's so good. Right. The uh is it was it is this made ironically? No, it was made seriously. Okay. I'm sure they were probably right. joking around when they like wrote the script, but it was it's very very weird. Like at one point, the scene where we were told we were about to get killed no matter what, uh the main villain was riding on a jet ski in a beach holding like a ham hock and he had like a lady riding behind him, his secretary. So he's just like eating this okay. ham hock and being like, "Yeah, you you're not doing very good. You're doing you're doing inadequately, so I got to get you killed. Sorry." 
Like nothing personal, and then you just die. Great. It's great. That's it's, really, yeah. it's really weird, but it was fun. <laughs> uh, then we played a boxing game called Prize Fighter. So this is an FMV okay. fighting game, or a boxing game rather, where like there's footage of a boxer like attacking the camera, and you have to just punch at the right time in the right way to like do damage to him instead. It'll just interrupt the footage. Right. And it's just that for like three rounds of a boxing match. It was really bad, like awfully bad. Like you can turn on training mode to see in the first round when you should punch. <clears throat> and even then, sometimes your punches still won't connect. Blocking That's seemed weird. exceptionally useless. And uh, it just was nearly impossible to figure out when you were supposed to hit someone correctly. Oh, this game. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I I've seen clips of this. It's re- it's real bad. It's real bad. Yeah. Also, the whole thing's black and white, and like the actual boxing footage is just a little tiny square in the middle of everything. Yeah, it's, it's so just good. super bad. I had some what other is this called if, again uh, prize fighter for the Sega CD. I had actually had a bunch more FMB games I wanted to play. I have like a basketball one starring Scottie Pippen. Oh I think man, it's, I think it's Scottie Pippen in Slam City or something like that, and we couldn't do it. Oh damn. <clears throat> Maybe Scotty Pippen, uh, one of the Bulls players back in like the glory days. Okay. Uh, what else we played? There's another Sega CD game before. Oh, Wirehead. Uh, Wirehead is about a father who has a remote control placed into him, so he can be like a remote controlled through whatever means. I guess we're putting control of the player, or as the player. And we just have to tell him what direction to move, and then he'll have to figure out what to do as a result. So he's like, people are attempting to kidnap him to try to find this doctor that helped did the surgery in the first place. You have the remote control. Some pretty amazing box art. The wirehead one. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of great. Yeah. Uh, trying to think of what else. In it, you have to like ride a skateboard to escape like these guys pretending to be the FBI. You have to escape a plane. Uh. We ended up fighting a bear at some point. It just kind of was like super over the top and it was actually really entertaining for what was just like pick a direction and hope. Then we ended the night with Night Trap, the 25th anniversary edition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had to play it. I have that too. Let's be real. We had to play it. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that good. No, it's really bad. No, Night Trap's just mainly notorious for the shit that happened, the ESRB. But the only Mm -hmm. way to play that game is to follow a guide. That's the only way to beat that game, and it's boring as shit to do that. Wait, did you play the re-release? The re-release, yeah. Okay. The 25th anniversary one. We played the uh, Steam version. Was it Steamy? No, not even remotely. Oh, okay. I've never played Night Trap. It it was kind of a cool idea because it's like you have eight cameras you jump between and uh, there's a story going on on a bunch of the cameras. They're walking back and forth between different sets, but you have to also jump around and uh, fight monsters. You have to basically kill these monsters that are going to run around and try to kill the teenagers by jumping to the screens and triggering traps when they're over them. But randomly the, uh, the code you use to activate the traps will change so you have to also pay attention to the the actors because sometimes they'll say like, hey, go down to the basement and change the code to purple. So you'll have to like wait for them to leave and then switch your code to purple and keep doing it like that. And I forget how long the actual Night Trap movie is. I want to say half an hour to an hour. 
somewhere in that range. Like we kept dying around the 14. No, I don't even think it was 14. It might've been eight minute mark. Okay. It's, yeah. it, but like the story is absolutely bonkers, which is the cool part. But if you're not good at the game or don't know when to actually get the bad guys, you don't get to see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, it's a real problem. Yeah. At least this one alleviates some of the issues. If you can manage to beat the game, there's straight up a mode where you can just watch the story so you can actually see what the hell was happening. But other than it that, is 25 minutes, 25 minutes. So imagine just reading a Roughly. guide for 25 minutes for figuring out when to and where to trigger stuff. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And every minute there's at least two or three things you have to do minimum. So you're switching around a lot and just make it's stupid. Like it's yeah. actually just a bad game, but a fun funny experience i guess it, it's a schlocky experience and that's really yeah the reason it got remade yeah other than that that's Does, well, doesn't the gun stringer have an fmv mode probably the wavy tube man chronicles yeah, wavy tube yes man that chronicles. Right. yeah yeah you should have played that god if only True. doesn't that i don't I, have a connect oh is it yeah is it only connect like yeah. gun stringers connect only yeah Okay, I thought that came on PC at some point. Because I'm pretty sure oh, you have to put it? up your hand like a gun, right? Yeah, I, um, well, because I played the the first, uh, not the Wavy 2 Man one, but the other mode, and you have to put both hands up, because one is like a marionette hand, where yeah. you control him, and the other one is like, you just wave around for the gun, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not on Steam, so I'm going to assume it's probably just Xbox exclusive. Yeah, and 360 at that, yeah. 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 Gunstringer's good. Yeah, it was okay. It that's wasn't pre- too bad. Yeah, that's all I played. All right, all right. Cool. All right. There's a that's that's fine cuz we got a bunch of news to get through. Yeah. A whole bunch of news. Um and there's no real great order for this. Uh Fortnite is coming to mobile game uh platforms? Really? I didn't actually know this. This is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh and it's going to be cross like it'll you'll be able to play against people on the pc oh my god what <laughs> how okay let's see uh in partnership with our friends at oh no actually friends at sony fortnite battle royale will support cross play and cross progression between ps4 pc mac ios and eventually android my god Amazing. this means players can Across devices can squad up with friends and play together. Also, uh, here's a question. Why is John Wick in the Fortnite logo up top of the screen? That's a good question. It does kind of look like John Wick, yeah. Anyway, I'm just kind of curious, like, how that's going to be. And, like, maybe this is the real way to play it. Maybe this is, like, the best way to play it. Or is it going to be some weird, like, side mode where you could, like, Remember, wasn't it like one of the need for speeds? If you had like synced up your tablet, you could like call in helicopters or something. Yeah, that was Rivals. I want to say is that Rivals? I think maybe. Also, I I apparently, there's just a John Wick skin you can get in Fortnite. Okay, uh, sure. John John Wick and John Wick Two are good movies. So, um, hmm. starting Monday, March 12th, you can sign up for their invite list at fortnite.com to get on the iOS invite event. Uh, email invites will start rolling out soon after. Man, maybe I should I should do this just to see what it is. You should. 
If I had iOS, I totally would. But I feel like I need to play the game first. Well, then play the game. It's free. Just download I know, it. Now, now I got to like play a game and sign up for this mailing list. I, mean, you don't really I don't even know how to yet. sign up for this thing. Yeah, it doesn't really say that. It just says go to Fortnite.com. Yeah, and I went there and all it says is like play free, which I'm assuming is just going to download Fortnite onto my. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it'll computer, do. Which I don't need right now. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's a really weird thing that's happening, but uh, I'm I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about the Nintendo Direct that happened uh, today. Yeah, surprisingly good direct. Okay, so I was gonna say that I was kind of just like whatever. Really? Okay, I'm a bit I surprised. Mean, I'm a bit surprised. I mean, There's I, a couple games there I figured that you would have been real excited about. I was at work, so I saw two announcements, and I was kind of okay with eat both of them. But I, like, yeah, for the most <laughs> for the most part, I was just like, yeah. I mean, that's I'm good that they're doing that. But I no, there was something that was literally like, yeah, I cannot wait. And for I know that why. Game. It's because 3ds. Like you said, you don't want to use your 3ds anymore. <laughs> a bunch of them are on the 3ds. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I. What, you which know what? of the most of the ones I thought you'd be excited for were 3ds. I was just about to say, John, which ones did you think I was going to be excited for? WarioWare Gold. Yeah. Okay. And probably Luigi's Mansion. Nah. Really? I thought for some yeah. reason that you were I'm with you on that. Give or take it. I played Dark Moon, and I was like, okay, that's I, fine. I am surprised. I guess we'll we'll say it. Like, there's they announced a remake of the original Luigi's Mansion for 3DS. Yeah. And my reaction was like, okay, Why? Yeah, no, it's the, it's the good Mario game <laughs> See, on the GameCube. I was I was watching it before you came on, John, in the call with Sean here, mm-hmm. and I was like, huh, like verbally was like, wait, OK. <laughs> yeah, I why isn't that out on Switch? Like, if you're going to put that mm-hmm. out at all, you, you know why it's not, not on Switch is because they already have the assets from Dark Moon. So it's an easy it's, conversion. Yeah. I'm just more. I'm just more like, why sure. is this what next level games is had having to work on? Why? Yeah, that's weird. That, what that's, weird. It's probably the same reason there's all these like Wii U ports. Is it's like this is really cheap for us to do. Yeah, and it'll it like is. it'll. It's an easy check for us to like get some cash in here while we work on something else. Yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah, um, sure. I think the 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 link I have is in order. Because uh, it was someone like live tweeting it. Yeah. Uh, so we can just kind of go down it. WarriorWare Gold, which I understand is just a compilation of other WarriorWare stuff with some new. There's there's over 300 micro games in it. Uh, it looks like it's a best of of uh, the last few WarriorWare games and new ones. Yeah. So kind of like um, Rhythm Heaven Fever. Yeah. Was or, fe- no, is uh, it Fever? Me- Mega Mix actually maybe. Mega right. Mix. Yeah. So kind of like that. Which I never played enough of that game either. But anyways, yeah, this is 3DS August 3rd. I really wish this was Switch. Like, if this was Switch, yeah, I, do yeah, I would be excited because I like, I, yeah, come on. I think it's still uh, good, but I really do wish this was Switch as well. Um, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, as we said earlier, like March two 23rd. weeks. Yo, why uh, did this guy skip uh, Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers? I thought that looked neat. That did look neat. I'm surprised it's not here. I don't know. Because this guy obviously doesn't know what he's doing. Because I thought that looked like one of the more impressive things on the 3DS that they're releasing. If it okay. works, I okay. guess. This is, a, this is a sequel to Dylan's... Rolling Western's the original one. I forget what the Rolling second West. one is. This is the third one, if not the fourth. Oh. Yeah. Okay, wow. I thought there was one of these. So Yeah. Dylan right. is the Sonic for the new generation that never caught on. <laughs> basically. Okay. 
Okay. All really. right. Yeah. Uh, Luigi's Mansion remake, uh, as you mentioned, which has like a boss rush mode now, and the bottom screen is a map. This guy didn't say anything was... about Bowser's Inside Story either. Uh, I guess not, man. I don't. I didn't like curate this guy's Twitter feed. All right, like don't put this on me for one. For two, though, I will say about Bowser's Inside Story, that game is coming in 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really what I like, wanted to bring up about. Holy that. shit! Why? That's really first the... off. Wasn't the Bowser's Inside Story announced like it was last year, if not like two years ago? No, Bowser. This is the first time Bowser's Inside Story got announced. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of big... Superstar Saga, which came out in like September. Oh, okay. Mm. All right, that's what I'm thinking of. I I didn't know they were doing multiple. See, uh, we I didn't either. Also, Game they Boy skipped Game one, which is kind of weird. They skipped <laughs> Partners in Time and went straight to Bowser's oh, Inside right. Story. <laughs> which, to be fair, maybe, Partners that... in Time was the worst one, so maybe that's why. Yeah, okay. I was going to say maybe that one's not great because I know I played the first one, and then I remember a lot of people enjoying the third one. Mm. The third one is, yeah. I believe, considered the best. And then I played that like Luigi-centric one on the... Dream Team. Dream Team. I played that one, and that game's too long. Um, anyway, 2019. Who's, who's stoked to have their 3DS out I can't believe they've, they straight up have now Dude. said, yeah, 2019, you're still playing 3DS. <laughs> that's like the talking point for that game. That's why I wanted it to get... Yeah, that's also like so crazy, because like, that is so far away. Like, Why even announce that? That it's going to take that long. What it's, other games are coming out in 2019? I don't know. We could look up a list, I guess. Is this the only game that's currently scheduled for 2019? <laughs> no, there's no way. There's there got to be some. Be there's got to be some big title. Yeah. Games coming for, out in 2019. Yeah. What What do we got? This is according to Forbes.com. Oh, good. Shadow of the Colossus for the PlayStation 2. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Nino Kuni 2, Monster Hunter World. Okay, <laughs> Good job, not. Forbes. <laughs> oh, this, sorry, this is top upcoming video games of 2018 and beyond. That's oh the furthest God. I can. Yo, maybe, the, maybe, maybe hang, Wikipedia upcoming video games. Okay, hang, hang on. You're not. Cur- oh, that's no, January. Okay, I thought. Okay, here we go. Here, here, there are, as far as Wikipedia is concerned, there are four games. Yeah. Now there's five, though. Here's yeah. the four Wikipedia has. Anthem? Okay. Isn't Anthem this year? <laughs> it, it's probably getting bumped. It wouldn't shock yeah, me. It's supposed to be, but that's not a uh, shock. Session? Which is a, an upcoming skateboarding video game by Montreal independent developer Cree-Chur Studios. Oh, it's considered the spiritual successor to Skate. Okay. Okay, um, I'm into that. Unsung sure. Story. Why does that sound familiar? Tale of the Guardians? I don't know. It sounds like a Final Fantasy thing. Tactical role-playing game by Little it's, Orbit. Oh, it's a Kickstarter game by developer Playdeck. Coming oh. Out to every platform. Yeah. Tactic- yeah. Okay. Anyway, whatever that is. And Wasteland 3. Dude, all right. I'm down for Wasteland. more Wasteland. And now uh, this remake of... Um, I, I have to say, out of the five, this is the least impressive thing coming out in 2019 so far. <laughs> we'll have to see. Uh, what What's the new stuff they have? Oh, uh, Bowser Jr. side story, right? Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah. What was he doing during Bowser's inside story? I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
Did we talk they about also Detective Pikachu? I mentioned it. You didn't. You yeah, have more it, to talk it's about? out in like two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I guess not really. It's just weird to me still that he has a voice, and I really wish it was Danny DeVito still. I, it's right. it feels like it's trying to be though, because it's like a deep, it's, gravelly voice. I feel it is like deep, it's, which is good. I, I feel like it's trying a little too hard though. Well, now like, here's the thing: in the Detective Pikachu natural. movie that's also coming out, it's Ryan Reynolds. So. Oh, that's which is kind of a different thing, right? Like, yeah, he doesn't have like a super deep voice. This one is like gruff, like private eye noir Pikachu kind of yeah voice. So I don't know, man. I mean, the thing that got me was the Swift Attack joke, and he's just oh, like yeah. out of shape. Obviously, it's really. Good. I think. Oh, I didn't even notice that. But, yeah, okay. like he goes, he goes a quick attack, and then he like yeah. takes two steps. He's like, how to look? <laughs> <laughs> See, that even seems like. Danny DeVito's character from Hercules. Dude, kind, right? yes. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe there's, like, some heart to this game. Like, maybe they maybe they understand the joke, is what I'm trying to say. I, I think they definitely understand the joke. I just don't think they got the right guy for it. Or this game is just for kids. More than likely. So, sure. I mean, don't get your hopes too high, but, like... In a parallel universe, there's a Detective Pikachu game out there. I think I think there was even an interview with uh, Danny DeVito and he said like he wouldn't do it because he doesn't know what Pokemon is. Oh, or something like that. They very likely might have just asked him then. Maybe. I mean, he is in those M&M commercials. Yeah. So anyway, um, where were we? Oh, uh, Kirby Star Allies is still coming out. Yep. Demos post launch DLC. Of mm-hmm. random characters from different games. They, I kind of liked that they mentioned which game these characters yeah. were from. Yeah. Uh, not that I ever knew the names of any of these characters. Um, but, you know, in case you do, your favorite character, Gooey, from Kirby's Dream Land 3. He's coming. Hooray. And Marks. From Mar- Marks was actually a surprise because Marks is the villain of one of the games. Okay. So it's I like- mean, so is King Dedede, I, well, as well as Bandana Waddledee. Ben, all three of those, like Bandana Waddledee, Meta Knight, and Dedede, have all been established as like they were just villains for like situationally. Okay. In in the expanded Kirby lore. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about uh, the character Rick and Kine and Koo? Rick, Koo, and Kine are, yeah, they're really good animal partners. Like they were the first things that got implemented. Because they, okay. they were in Kirby 2, yeah, Kirby Dream Land 2, Kirby Dream Land 3, so, like, they're really well sought after. Like, people like them. All right, I'll have to take your word for it. I'm kind of just, like, not super into this Kirby game. I'm I'm going to play it day one. I'm excited. And at least that yep. DLC is free, so it's not that bad. Right. Uh, It just kind of just, like, it doesn't even seem, like, every Kirby game has kind of, like, a gimmick, right? Like, here's mm-hmm. the new thing. This one just doesn't seem very interesting it's, if you don't have three friends. The way I'm looking or- at it, it's probably just going to be the exact same as Kirby's Adventure. Or, sorry, yeah, Kirby's Return right. to Dreamland, the, the Wii one. Yeah. Right. That's that's kind of why I'm not super interested. In oh, it. okay. It's, like, it's nothing, like, it's not an epic yarn. Gotcha. It's, it's not, they're not doing anything kind of I don't know. That's, like, that's exactly just- why I am interested in it, because I like those Kirby games. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, Okami's coming out on the Switch because that's a platform that Okami's not on. Yep. Yep. That's true. But not for long. I but mean, it, it's... it makes me glad I didn't buy it. I was going to buy it last year on PC. I'm glad I didn't now because this still, seems like a better way to do it. Still a little weird that we have to wait till summer to get it, though. Yep. It's probably because of all those sweet uh, motion controls they're putting in there. Oh, boy. Uh, yep. So you can, you can use the touch screen to draw or 
if they say in handheld mode, you can use the touchscreen. In docked mode, you can use a Joy-Con and wave it around. Right. Hooray. I mean, that makes guess, sense. Guess they who's just going to use the right thumbstick like you did in the original version? Yeah, exactly. Um, I hear that game's too long. That's what I always hear about Okami. I can see that. It has like three or four story arcs. <clears throat> yeah. This next game, though, this game looks kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Sushi Striker. What's the way of Sushido? Yep. Which it kind of just looked like a match three game, but it's like competitive and you're like throwing sushi at your opponent. I don't I don't really know. There was a lot going on on the screen, um, but it had like full anime cutscenes and like weird creatures like this looks anime out the ass. Uh, I was kind of into it. Um, I hope this game's kind of good. And it, it's like I think it's 40 bucks. So it's like Ooh. a hmm. mid tier title. I don't yeah. know. I hope this okay. game's good. Yeah, I do too, actually. It looks cute, if nothing else. Coming out uh, June 8th. Yeah. They then sh- talked a little, about, a little bit about Octopath Traveler. Yeah. That game which which still like, looks cool. Which I guess they they locked on the name now, because it's no longer right. Project Octopath Traveler. It's just Octopath Traveler. Right. Yeah. Um, looks like a Final Fantasy game. So, that, that's July 13th. Mm-hmm. And there's a special edition for that if you want, like, a CD or a map. Uh, They showed No More Heroes. Yeah. Which, I guess this is probably the game I'm most excited for. But it's also very not No More Heroes, it looks like. Yeah. I think that's what I'm excited for. I don't like No More Heroes. That's fair. It's also been a long time since, too. So they've had time to just come up with something crazier. It looks like it's just, like, a bunch of, like, crazy minigames, but, like, extended out longer. Like, they look more like a beat-em-up style kind of game. I'm, I think right. I'm I wouldn't say it. mini games. It, he's going to be inside of different game genres, so you're going to be kind of doing different stuff. There was definitely a lot of fighting. Yeah, in that in that trailer, though. Yeah, it looked like a top down. You know what it reminded me of? A single player uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Okay, or like that hmm. kind of game. Okay, all right. Isn't that just like an action adventure game? I I mean more like you know like a Diablo style top like down. A Diablo. Yeah. Okay. I want to know, can you still turn into a tiger? Um, he There were a lot of tiger-ish moves. Like, he did the tiger backdrop, and there was the tiger silhouette. Yeah, I thought Yeah, I thought I saw, like, a laser tiger at one point, but he didn't turn into a tiger, and you can do that in the second game. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if you could unlock something like that. Can you also shake the Joy-Con uh, in, like you did in the first game, like it was a dick? <clears throat> no, Don't you know can't about do that. that. These are the questions we need to ask. Why is no one asking oh, these questions? Also, it's two-player cooperative. Okay. All right. Okay. I do remember that. You could give your you could give the Joy-Con to a friend. Yeah. I remember you making fun of that. Yeah. Uh, as I said, that's... Why would you want to do that to a friend? Make him play with a Joy-Con? That just sounds like the worst. Yeah. Um, it reminded us that is coming exclusive to the Switch this year. Which, uh, of course, it is. But, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. network test announced for dark souls what was that yeah so the dark souls is coming but they're basically doing a a beta on the the switch network to see how it's going to run and to let people try it out for those who have never played a dark souls game before okay also Um, the best piece of news yeah this is probably the best news please someone who's excited take it away the lervastora is coming as an amiibo oh my god (laughs) praise the sun why (laughs) 
and using it just does the the fucking emote. It's so good. Yeah, I kind of like that it does like nothing, which is oh, very good. It does less than nothing. It can actually fuck you. <laughs> oh, it's so. I feel good. like this is the Dark Souls people just like laughing at what amiibo are, and then just kind of being like, "Well, I know a way to make this like real stupid." Oh my god, I'm so happy. And the best part is, they're gonna make money off of it. People are gonna buy it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Paul, day one, you getting this? I mean, yeah, of course. I'm getting on Switch and PC when it comes out. I meant the amiibo. Yeah, and the amiibo. You have to get the okay. amiibo if you get it on Switch. It's the law. <laughs> okay, all right. The law of Nintendo. Yeah. If you I can find away. one, actually. I really hope that they have these in stock somewhere. I'm sure you'll be able to, like, pre-order them. Can't you do that for Amiibo? Probably. De- I've depends. never tried. Depends. depends. Depends on the place. Uh, yeah. Dark Souls coming May 25th. They talked about Mario Aces. You can aim the yep. ball with gyro controls. I'm going to be real. I hate the gyro control thing, but this they made this game look real good. I'm actually really okay. I'm actually mm-hmm. excited for this. Yeah, w- I mean, you were excited before though, right? Yeah, but like they basically said like, "All right, here's Mario Tennis, but now we've added like a super meter you can burn to do various things." So mm-hmm. yeah, like you can do like, I forget what the hell they call it, like an ace shot or something like that, and then you can aim the shot hopefully without motion controls. Uh but then there's also like you can break your opponent's racket with certain shots. Right, and, and if yep. they break too many of their rackets then they're just out of the game straight up. Uh, but there's also like a weird blocking system and there's also a defense mode where you can speed up and like try to catch balls and stuff like that. There's like oh, and there's like this weird dodging system where if you it takes longer to get to the ball. But if you hit it, you burn, you get more energy back. Like I'm impressed with the the weird little touches they're adding into this to try to make it more complex and at the same time, they're like, yeah, this might be too much for some people, so don't worry. Regular tennis is also here. Here's standard mode as well. Standard Mario tennis mode, yeah. Which is, yeah. I guess that's good to put that in there. Uh, they're yep. also doing a um, pre-launch tournament, which is, I guess, will be kind of a demo. That's on June 22nd. Oh, did it have a date? I didn't realize that. Oh, sure enough. Yep. That'll be yep. cool. Uh, those will be one-on-one online tournaments. Yep. After that, they did Captain Toad. We called yeah, I got excited for a called hot second. One. Yep. And then it's a Wii U port of the first of Captain Toad. I, I mean, say. of course it is. That's not surprising. What about Captain Toad 2? Yeah. yeah. Not enough, not I, enough people play Captain Toad 1. Uh, Let's be real. Maybe. But I did. Yes, and you're not at <laughs> I was there. Not the I was there Nintendo. This. I was there Nintendo. Well, then buy it for the 3DS so you have a handheld version that you'll never play. I could buy this one and have a handheld version. <laughs> <laughs> um, one cool thing about this one is the addition is uh, some Odyssey Kingdom bonus stages. Uh, specifically, New Donk City is there, uh, which looks pretty cool. Also, simultaneous release with a 3DS version, which is a bit surprising as well. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah. So it's coming out for Switch and 3DS on the same day. Oh. This would probably be a cool game for the 3DS could see them doing some cool 3d stuff there uh i would love just like all brand new stages i would have definitely bought that captain toad is great uh undertale's coming to the switch eventually which i was just kind of surprised to see like 
Yeah, this is still clamoring for Undertale. This is kind of what I'm wondering, because by now, the people that really cared, even the people that didn't really care, but were somewhat interested, have played it, I would have thought. Well, now, here's the thing. Remember, it only came out on PS4 and Vita like a couple months ago, like last year. Yeah, right. Which I thought that was kind of like the final like, all right, we are done with Undertale. Mm hmm. Um, Because, yeah, didn't they like Sony announced that on one of their stage events? They were like, and we have Undertale. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that whole like it's that that whole like momentum has passed. Who cares about Undertale at this point? You know what I mean? I'm sure some I'm, people still enjoy it. It's yeah, still a good I'm game. sure there are some people. Right. It just seems weird. Like, like you can get that game for like five dollars on the PC and it will run on any PC. That's kind of that why a, that I'm not a, a taxing little, game. That's kind of why I'm wondering like who this is for, because a lot of people I've, have PCs and two dollars. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it's for it's I'm sure it's for people who never got to experience it at this point. Yeah. Like there are some yeah, people that are that are not even gonna like try to game on PC, they're only gonna do a console. So there's still a market for but that. Those also, people also do I'm those pre- people even know what Undertale is? I'm also pretty sure that Toby Fox has explicitly said he really wants to put a game on a Nintendo system. Like that's his dream. Oh, okay. So this might well, also be that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm just curious. Like if no, you're I, a listener I get where you're and, coming and from. You're, yeah, I'm just if you're a listener and this is like the first time you'll play Undertale, I'm just kind of curious why you'd never played it on the PC. Like what is what is it about well, like this what one? stopped it? Yeah. What stopped it or why is this like the perfect storm? Because now you might let as well us buy it. Like now that you know, you might as well wait for it more if you haven't played it yet and want it on Switch. Might also be Although they didn't put a release date. They said eventually, like who knows? Oh, there wasn't a release date. Oh, it literally said eventually. Twenty nineteen. So here's the funny thing. I got an email. I got an email today saying uh, the engine that Undertale uses only just got ported to the Switch like today, or like they they signed an agreement today or something. Okay, like that. Okay, that's so, why this was announced okay. then, because yes. now it's possible. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, this was a weird one. The Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy yeah. is coming to the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have guessed this. Well, I here's the thing. This, this was rumored for a while, so I, I had a feeling it was eventually going to happen, but I'm just still surprised it did. It's also coming out for Xbox One. Oh, okay. I hadn't heard about these rumors at all. I mean, that's just as weird. To <laughs> I me, heard about... So. I think the people who've been talking about these rumors have also been talking about the Cra- or the Spiral of the Dragon trilogy that's supposedly in the works. Right. Oh. That prob- I saw a funny tweet that was like, what if Nintendo now could get crash into smash bros because they could sony couldn't even get crash into playstation and all stars oh god what if that actually <laughs> happened oh my god how funny would that be it'd be really um, good actually that's coming july 10th uh that was kind of a surprise little nightmares is coming to the switch on may 18th sure uh which i actually didn't know what little nightmares was until i saw it that game is just like it's just inside isn't it uh, it's not as good, but yeah, sure, sure. But I mean, like, what is at this point? Like, but it just kind of looks like one of those games, better like, real. than Inside. So probably that. I Limbo better than Inside. I don't know if I'd agree on that one. I don't think I good. loved Inside as much as most people did, though. So it's fine. Okay. Uh, anyways, yeah. So May eighteenth, if I didn't say that. Um, South Park Fractured But Whole is coming to the Switch. Which is also okay. kind of a surprise, because why? Yeah, no, totally. I'm surprised they're not doing the first one. I guess this one's more current, but didn't people like the first one more? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Hyrule Warriors is coming to the Switch on May 18th. I love okay. that that's all they did. They just announced the release date and that was it. Yeah. Right. Well, they've talked about this game long I enough, know, but right? they're like, we don't need to say yeah. anything here. It's just the date. Goodbye. Um, okay, that's... Oh, there's more replies. Here we go. Lots more. Um, more ARM stuff, which I thought this game had died. Nope. Nope. Um, clearly not. There's a uh, uh, a tournament happening for Canada and the U.S., yeah, Arm, yeah, Arms is actually open. super big in Japan. Like they they had an Evo tournament for it and everything. Weird. Okay, well, okay. they're not getting this tournament. <laughs> well, no, it's this this America. is literally the North American equivalent of those tournaments. Oh, okay. That's You're saying there, there's been Japan tournaments. Yes, and now we're getting okay. them over here. Uh, we're also getting. Uh, sorry, uh, that's going to happen on between March 8th and 18th with the finals on the 31st. And okay. on the 31st, there will be a three day uh, global test punch, uh, which is. Uh, it'll be like a free weekend, basically. Right. Splatoon 2 version 3 is coming. So lots of new gear uh, and new stages, I believe, was part of it. New gear, new um, stages, and a new story mode coming with some paid DLC. Right. This The new story mode is the paid DLC. It's not part of uh, yes. the free update. So the paid DLC is... Um, octo expansion where you can play as the octolings mm-hmm. uh and this actually looks kind of cool yeah this, this i was actually interested in uh, mainly because it's like a story mode that's not splatoon one <laughs> yeah they said it was like so that, 80 challenge rooms or arenas or something like that i just i was just seeing like the kind of montage of like the enemies and the weird uh kind of puzzles you're gonna have to solve and it looked pretty cool they had a real interesting cut like trailer for the Octoling where she like woke up in this like gross subway and was like walking through this like nearly abandoned subway car with all these weird fish creatures. It was kind of cool. Uh, no price or date on those. $20 MSRP for the DLC. Oh, is, are you guessing or is, did you read that? Somewhere? Scroll down a little bit. Yes, like you're right. Summer 2018, 20 bucks. You were correct. Yep. Uh, what are we next? Oh, and then they had one more thing, and it showed two Inklings shooting each other, and then all of a sudden there was a giant flaming Smash Bros. symbol in uh, in the background, and you saw Mario and Zelda silhouette. Or Zelda. Link. Link silhouettes. Yeah. And it said coming 2018. I wonder yeah, what that so- is. <laughs> we'll never know. Uh... I'm not going to lie, when I first started seeing the trailer, because they made it, like, it just starts with, like, two Inklings fighting, it looked just like the Splatoon 1 trailer from E3. So I'm like, wait, why are they remastering Splatoon 1? There's no point for this. Mm. And then when it faded to black, and then uh, the Inkling sees the Smash Brothers logo, I'm like, no. I feel like everyone kind of expected Smash this year. I mean, we actually called it on the Game of the Year show. (laughs) I knew there'd be a Smash announcement, but I thought it'd be E3. I didn't think it'd be a random direct in March. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Would this be the quickest turnaround Although, from a release to a from sort of from an announcement to a release for a Smash game? Yes, very. Yeah. Although I didn't click until now. That was the one year anniversary Nintendo Direct, so that's probably why they announced Smash then. Oh. Wait, what, today's was a one-year anniversary direct? Like, like, the Switch came out a year ago, like, off by a day or two. So it makes oh, a okay. lot of sense for, their, for it to have been there. They definitely didn't, like, brand this 
as such in any way. I know, but I'm just saying like it makes the most sense. Um, I don't know. I think E3 would have been a great place to uh, announce that for sure. Um, and then you were tweeting this, you know, is this a new one or a port? I think with the quick turnaround, we kind of have our answer. So here's the thing. There's a lot of speculation both ways. Uh, one, yeah, I'm on I'm on the side of the quick turnaround probably means it's a port. But then someone brought up a better idea, which I think is actually going to be the answer. It's going to be a half step, like Splatoon 2. They're going to use the same engine they did on the Switch, but they're just going to update the content. So I think it's going to yeah, be like I, Splatoon 2 versus Splatoon 1, where it's basically just a slightly updated version of the same game. Right. I'm not sure if this is kind of what you're thinking. This is my guess. It'll be like what they're doing with every other Wii U port. You know, Toad, Captain, you know, uh, Captain Toad. It's a port of that one with, a you know, a few more bonuses thrown in there. Well, now here's the thing I'm wondering. Uh, if it's a port... Are they going to be able to get the guest characters back that they already had? Because are they going to be able to get Ryu back? Are they going to be able to get Cloud back? Are they going to be able to get uh, Sonic back? Well, nothing says they have to. It's because they've dropped characters before. That's true. But like they so. dropped, they said they dropped Ice Climbers because they couldn't get it working on the 3DS. So maybe Ice Climbers will be back. We already know uh, the Inklings are in. Probably right. going to see someone from Arms in. If I had to guess, Springman. Uh. I could see them doing ice climbers like that would be like a good fanfare get right. Yeah. I'm trying to think more recent Nintendo properties they could throw in there. Arms, Splatoon, maybe Dylan's Rolling Western, although I believe he was an assist or something in four. <clears throat> that sounds right. Uh, God, what else? Is... I could see Box Boy being an assist. Yeah, probably. Uh, obviously, it'll be Breath of the Wild Link. You think Mario's going to have Cappy to throw? Yeah. They'll probably finally get rid of the Flood, which makes sense, because oh, why do they keep sure. having him with Flood? He hasn't had that since the GameCube. Yeah. Right. Did Luigi ever have his vacuum? Yeah, that was his uh, super. That was his final oh, smash. Right. right. Was there anything in that Star Fox? What was the recent Star Fox game? Zero. Was there anything in that that they would bring over? Um, there was that little tiny robot one, but that seemed really unuseful. Maybe they'll just turn the R-Wing into like a, uh, a walker and then you just run around on the stage shooting people. Maybe, yeah. Chibi Robo, I guess they could. They've kept, they kept running those games. Anyway, uh, so yeah, later this year, uh, I still think, yeah, it's going to be a port with, uh, just kind of some more stages and uh, different characters and whatnot. I think uh, I think the most likely thing is like it's going to be a half update. Maybe all the 3DS and uh, Wii U content in one with some extra characters and stuff. Uh, some, yeah. some people have been saying things like the Odyssey just came out. They can't develop a new game that fast. It's not the same studio. You guys forget they have Nintendo has a lot of studios. Also, sure. it's it's been four. Someone pointed this out too. It's been four years since Wii U came out. Smash Wii U. So they've probably been working on this one. They've had enough time that they could theoretically do it. I'm not leaning towards it. I'm just saying that there is a possibility. I'm I'm definitely on the port side for the guess. But there's a lot of signs saying that it could just be like a half step. A Splatoon 2, basically. Yeah, and another thing, because like, remember, Nintendo loves announcing Smash way in advance and then just building the hype forever. Uh, I could, And this is so early in the console life cycle, they could do a full-on new Smash on the Switch 
you know, four years from now. Oh, I just realized Asa was actually referring to Captain Toad in that one. That's my mistake, but yeah. So I, that could be it. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm still glad that I'm going to get some Smash. Yep. Uh, all right, what do we got next? Uh, WB Games have partnered with EA to be a part of their EA Origin Access program. Sure, this makes sense. Uh, so this will be the first non-EA games that'll be in that $5 a month subscription service. Yeah. Uh, is this already available right now? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, the 8th. Um, available now is going to be all of the Batman Arkham games and all of the Lego Batman games. Yeah. And then coming soon is The Witness, Out of the Park Baseball 19, Lost Castle, Bulletstorm Light. What is that? Bulletstorm Light. Is that the, like, re-release they did? I don't think it was called Light. No. No. Wasn't it called, like, Duke Nukem Mode? No, that was, like, an extra, like, pre-order mode that came with it. Hmm. Duke Nukem's World Tour or something like that. And then Wasteland 2. Dope. Wasteland. Uh, this uh, this thing's five bucks a month. What is Bulletstorm Light for PC Origin? Here we go. Yeah. It's probably just like the story mode or something. Well, who's playing the multiplayer on Bulletstorm still? That's what... Well, if that's what this is, nobody, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so that re-release was called Full Clip Edition. That's yep. right. Yeah. Bulletstorm Light came out January 15th of this year. What? Wait, what? You're kidding. Uh, okay, here we go. Battle your way through throngs of Stygia's mutated inhabitants performing masterful kills throughout the single-player campaign using Bulletstorm Light's unique skill shot system uh, that rewards you for executing the most creative and deadly kills imaginable. Is it just the story mode? This is funny. EA answers HQ. There is a question about this. What is light? What's the difference between light and full clip? Uh, no multiplayer. It is okay, just the so story, story mode. Uh, it looks like on, for, on Origin, it's 35 bucks if you want to play just the story mode of this, what, six-year-old game? Yeah, yeah. roughly. If people are That's downloading insane. Origin... I always recommend just go for this at Origin Access. Play whatever's in there. Uninstall Origin when you're done. You're good. It's fine. Is this the is this the same program as the um the one like on the Xbox that you can get, or is that a separate subscription service? I actually don't know. I would assume it's the same because it's through Origin and not through like Microsoft or anybody. Right. Yeah. I I don't see anything on this press release, but anyway. Uh. Yeah, because I know that one on that like my friend has it on the Xbox and he gets access to EA games like a week early and stuff too, or he gets yeah. like the first ten hours of a lot of new games. Yeah. Uh, it's actually kind of worth the money because it's so cheap. It's five bucks, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh all right, more announcements from today. Cod Blops four. Yep. I really uh, like their Roman numeral usage of just three uh, one or four ones. It's real good. <laughs> I love how it got spoiled because a basketball player was wearing their hat. Oh, really? I did not know this. <laughs> That's really good. Um, I love community it. Community reveal event, which I don't know what reveal event means when it was already revealed. 
but May 17th, maybe it's like gameplay. You can play it on if, as a community member. I don't I, know. I would assume they probably gave out a bunch of codes for people for that day, like big COD streamers. Uh, uh, the game comes out. <clears throat> sorry, the game comes out October 12th. Uh, is anyone excited for block black ops four black ops three was huge, right? I need to see what they do with it. Is it more futuristic stuff? Um, I can tell you that it's a shooter. Yep. Okay. I can tell, I can tell you about black ops three black ops three takes place in 2065, right? That's why I'm years after the events of black ops two. That's why I'm wondering if this Does is like help? It more in the future. Or like if they're going to try to step it back like every other company because the future is kind of not interesting as a shooter. This is a Treyarch. Right. So this is probably going to be inherently not interesting, really. It's not coming to Switch. Okay. That's all I can tell you about this game. Okay. Was that I, helpful? I think it's time to move on. Okay. Uh, what do I got next? The Division 2 was announced today. This is a weird one to me. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think what is new. What, what did they announce with this game? All I saw was like basically the title. Okay. Well, I'm going to quickly look up what they announced here. Okay, so it's going to take. Wait, when does it come out? It's hard to read. There's like no info about this. It says March celebration, whatever the hell that means. That was today. That was they announced it. Oh, so we're celebrating. I have no idea. I'm just guessing. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, it must be soon because it says update 1.81 is in April. Global event blackout. I'm assuming that's for the first division. Yeah, the, the, oh, the original division will get two divisions. new patches, 1.81 and 1.82. Oh, shields. Ugh. All right, Whatever. they didn't talk about anything about the new game. We have a logo, so that's coming. Maybe Great. I'll finally play the, dis- the division. I heard good things about the first one. Sure. I heard okay things about the first one. It's totally fine, but I don't yep. know that it warrants a second one, maybe. Well, they did mention, let me go back to this article about The Division 2, that it wasn't an easy decision. There are so many stories and so many experiences we want to explore within The Division that we really thought a sequel was the best way to investigate these things. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision or like trying to get anybody to actually put money behind this thing because nobody's playing their first game anymore. So, whatever. I hope it's great because... That first one was had missed opportunity all over it. Uh, Nintendo filed some patents this week for some pretty exciting peripherals. Uh, We got some new Donkey Konga drums. Hell yeah. For the switch. Great. And a keyboard. Who's excited? So one of the reasons this is the real way to play Smash on the Switch. One keyboard. of the one of the reasons, but besides not wanting to spend a hundred dollars for a pro controller, that I haven't gotten a pro controller is I kind of don't want the Switch to have things with it. I like that it's a self-contained unit I can put in my backpack. And just okay, like this is play. where I thought you were going with that. 
I didn't buy a pro controller because I was saving up for Donkey Konga drums. <laughs> yeah, I got to save up for Donkey Konga drums. They're probably going to be like the same price. <laughs> so at this point, I might as well get that. Watch it. Watch them be like, all right, watch them be $25 and you have to slide a Joy-Con into each bongo. It's just going to be Labo. You're just going to make cardboard bongos. Totally. Yeah. Uh, dude, like a full cardboard keyboard. Yeah, that'd be just I mean, be actually kind of dope. They have a cardboard piano, so why not? That's true. This is a lot more keys mm. than like their eight key piano. Yo, if they release also, a keyboard, though, we can finally get Typing of the Dead on Switch the way it's meant to finally. be played. What about Rock of the Dead? Why is no one talking about that game? Because no one liked that game. True. That game's that game's weird. <laughs> you were like you were yep. gonna say good, but you couldn't commit to it. You couldn't no, commit. That's a weird game. I own that game. Okay, it's a weird game. Sure. I just want people to think about you know the important rhythm games like Rock Revolution. Yeah. I saw a, a video today confirmed Burnout Paradise has a girlfriend. Good. Avril Lavigne in it. Good. Yeah. So. How many, no, how many thought- virgins? How many virgins? Well, there was only one last time. Oh, I'm thinking of the PS2 one that had like four different versions. Okay. I thought they said that they have all the licensing and stuff still for like all I, the music. I, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, you hope they have that awful soundtrack? You no, know, somebody said that they had that whole like, it's going to be the exact same. I hope it's the exact yeah. same. Cool. Yep. Uh, all right. This was this is probably the funniest uh, news of the week. Inside is getting a collector's edition. Did you guys see this? This is no. everywhere. All right, they are teaming up with sex with a with a, a sex doll maker what? for a three hundred and seventy five dollar collector's edition. Okay. They're also teaming up with I am eight bit. Um, <laughs> Wait, let me read you what you get for three hundred and seventy five dollars. This is too early for April Fools. This is too early for April Fools. Come on now. Inside and Limbo developer Playdead is teaming up with I am eight bit and Real Doll. Yes, that company that Wait. makes life-size sex dolls and other sex toys okay. for a collector's edition that's full of mystery. The $375 package includes a physical copy of Inside for the PlayStation 4, Steam codes for Inside and Limbo, and according to I am 8-bit, other stuff. Oh, you can't do that. You can't say It's not clear stuff. what Real Doll's part in the collaboration is just yet. The parties involved are keeping the contents of the collector's edition a mystery, we will not tell you what it is. The product li- product listing on I am 8-Bit's store reads. Maybe it's what you're thinking. Maybe it's not. We can confirm that there are several items included, one of which is a PlayStation 4 game disc. The rest is up for speculation. Um, okay. To put things in perspective, Real Doll makes sex toys that start at $4,000. Right. Sure. Uh, pre-orders for this mysterious Inside Collector's Edition go live today at 7 a.m. Hopefully you got one. And uh, they end tomorrow at midnight. So you still have a chance. Oh, this thing's speculating. Uh, Perhaps there's a fleshy body horror toy inside. And is now that I'm thinking about it, that's that could be kind of cool. With that weird, like, fake skin. Oh, weird. Oh. Uh, keep in mind, it's not going to be super expensive. It's not right like compared to their usual stuff. Right, exactly. Uh, so like real doll could all, it like probably make it of whatever scraps they have laying around. This is you won't get this until the first quarter of 2019. So just in time for Bowser's Inside Story to come out on your 3ds. 
So yep. you can preoccupy your hands while you're <laughs> fucking this thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was going with that. <laughs> so dumb. While you're fucking this thing. <laughs> Whatever this is. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> That's what the real Bowser's inside story is. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> there we go. I found the 2019. joke. 2019. 2019. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Hopefully we'll learn what this is. I don't know. That was a weird story. Yeah. Uh, last story. Uh, oh, this is just kind of a public service announcement. You can now get those uh, coin discounts on the eShop by registering your games or whatever. Um, I saw a real quick conversion. One gold coin is one did. US cent. Yeah. So if you buy $1,200 worth of games on the eShop or 6000 worth of $6,000 worth of physical Switch games within one year, you can get a free $60 game on the eShop. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, right? Yeah, and also keep in mind, the coins expire after a year, so you gotta make sure you use them within a year. Yep, so those are the numbers you have to hit. Keep that in mind. Uh, they actually did mention some of this on the Nintendo Direct. We forgot to mention that. They gave us a quick reminder about that. Thank you, Nintendo. Yeah. Thanks, Nintendo. Thanks, Nintendo. Thanks, I am 8-Bit. Yeah. Um, thanks, Real Doll. Thanks, Real Doll. <laughs> Gift that keeps on giving. Um, yep. Let's go on to some questions. All right. If you guys want to send questions in, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at Podcast on Twitter. We have the Facebook group, we have the Discord channel, and we have John's P.O. Box. Uh, Paul, did you say you were going to take this first one? Yeah, I'll take this first one. So, Tea Party Cthulhu wrote in and said, Hey, TDP crew, trivia time. With the release of Puyo Puyo Tetris on PC, and thus the death of any and all Puyo players out there by the hands of keyboard Tetris players like me, sorry to anyone I've destroyed online with my clug, I've been having Puyo on the mind. And boy, does this series have a lot of lovable and weird characters. Your question... Besides any characters that were a main protagonist or antagonist of a Puyo game, what character has appeared in the most Puyo games? Note, this is not counting the Monogatari series where Puyo characters originated from, but does count the side games. I'm also not counting Puyo Puyo Touch. There are many characters in that that are in the game's coding as playable but don't actually appear. Also, it's impossible to play now. And as always, uh, the answer is at the bottom of the email, which I don't have open yet. None of uh, us are going to know this answer. <laughs> I mean, we're going to guess. Oh, hang on. I have a pretty good answer. That fish guy? It's the only person I can think of is like the weird uh, orange rabbity character. I can't think of his name even. But that might count as a main character for all I know. Well, here's a lift list of who this discounts in case you don't know them. Okay, good. Oh, wait, I know you know what? This is this will be helpful. <laughs> Next time you go this deep in something, maybe give us a list of who is counted in it instead <laughs> that we can guess from. Because like a multiple choice, yeah. You're saying no, like if he gave us like twenty names, at least I could pick one at random and see if I won. <laughs> you know? Okay. Well, but, there's. Hang on. I'll give. I'll tell you the names. There's fish guy, dog doctor. Um, okay. Whiny Girl and Clyde from Pac-Man. <laughs> wow. 
All right, so it discounts Amity, Amity, Arl, Carbuncle, Ecolo, Satan, Shezo, Rafina, Sig, Klug, Popoy, Rafizzle, Ringo, you and Ray. Maguro, we got like four of these games O'Share, over here. Come on. Bones, also, Draco also and I, I'm, I'm calling bullshit. You made up half those names and you yeah. wanted to see if we would realize it. And guess what? We don't. <laughs> we don't realize it. I'm going to guess. Carbuncle is definitely one of a, a character. I remember that. I don't know who that one was. Okay. I'm going to guess Clyde from Pac-Man as Sean puts it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll stick with whiny girl. Okay. Dr. Robotnik. All right. Yeah, nice. that's a good one. Also, he yep. gives us a hint in case this was too hard. Oh, oh okay. God. Yeah, so super helpful hint, too. Please. There are two characters tied for this role. One is quite infamous for their stacking style. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I love how inside baseball this is, but I don't even know, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. I'm, st- I'm sticking with whiny girl. Okay. Answer. Oh, Surprising. The character, the, hmm? the character I was thinking of was Carbuncle, so no, that didn't count. <laughs> okay. Surprisingly, the answer is a tie between Witch and Harpy, both at 15 games. <laughs> Good. There you go. 15 okay. games out of Thank the you. four we got over here. Do you want to know the 15 they appeared in? Let's go for it. They both appear in Puyo Puyo, Su, Box, Sun, Puyo Puyo, N, Mina De, Seven, Chronicles, Nazo Puyo, Super Nazo Puyo, Puyo Olympic, Quest, oh, and Quest Arcade, which has also appeared in 20th Anniversary in Puyo Puyo Tetris. Harpy has also appeared in Super Nazo Puyo Tsu and Waka Waka Puyo Puyo Dungeon. <laughs> you want to know how many of those we got over here? None. Puyo Puyo Tetris. <laughs> Four? Yeah. yeah. Explaining the hint. Harpy's AI stacks in a very odd yet surprisingly effective way called Harpy Stacking by the community. Essentially, she wow. rapidly they stacks... that by themselves? It's a smart community, what can I say? Essentially, she rapidly stacks certain certain Puyos on the edges of the screen, which will sometimes just accidentally clear into huge chains. Anyone curious for more about this style should check out Puyo Nexus, a really great fan site detailing the, lots of chaining methods and anything about competitive Puyo. I love the enthusiasm, but like, Jesus accidentally Christ. Accidentally getting huge chains is basically my Puyo Puyo strategy. Uh, oh, so instead you- of huge chains, they're small chains. Okay, so you are Harpy. You're a Harpy player, I guess. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. This is this is why doing throne controllers is so difficult because it's so hard to avoid just doing that shit. Yep. If I had written any of that in throne controllers, there would be, be a boycott. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So my favorite Poyo Poyo Tetris character is that dinosaur from Bubble Bobble. Yeah, that's a good one. Is yeah. that Bubble or Bobble? And Bub or Bob. The green one? <laughs> Bub. Yeah. That's okay. a good one. I didn't know they had names. Yeah. Uh, all right, is that it for the question? Uh, I'm just checking. Oh, wait. Also, as a side note, there's actually more. The characters with at least with least appearances are Akuma at three, 
Baldanders and T- Taru Taru at four, and Risokuma, Kikimura, Nohoho, Incubus, and Panati at six. I love the enthusiasm. I, I feel like someone you have just to tone it their, down a little bit. <laughs> I feel like someone just described their favorite anime to me, and it's not even in English. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, I'll Thank read you. this next one. Yeah, uh, VGC Kenny writes in, Since the steamed ham <laughs> clip God! has become a meme recently... I want to know what is your favorite Simpsons joke and or episode. Oh my god, I'm sorry, but the juxtaposition of what we just went through for a question <laughs> to this one is hilarious. Did you guys see that steamed hams yeah. uh, elite beat agents? Yeah, that's one of my oh, no. favorite. So I, far. did you see the steamed hams ghost trick one? Yeah, both of them have been, were put in our Discord. That's how I saw them. Nice. Yep. Okay. Um, anyway, what's your favorite Simpsons joke uh, or episode? Oh. I'm going to say anything I pick is going to be old Simpsons. Being a horror fan, I always liked the Treehouse of Horrors ones. Treehouse of Horrors are good. Yeah. Yeah. I I know my favorite episode for sure, and that's the Hank Scorpio episode. That is by far my favorite. I don't remember that one. Oh, really? Uh, You you only move twice, I believe, is the name of the episode. I've probably seen it, but I, I don't remember it. I like the monorail episode quite a bit. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good episode. I think my favorite joke, and it's more of a series of joke, is anything to do with Hans Mole Man. <laughs> yeah. Football in the groin. Good. Football in the groin. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. Poochie was great. That was a great one. Sure. Uh, the Japanese Homer Simpson guy. Yeah. Mr. Territory. Sparkles. <laughs> Mr. Sparkles. That's a good one, too. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, man, that show was so good. Damn. Right. You know what was better, though? Futurama. Um, I'm a Futurama guy. Maybe. Like, in overall quality, I'll probably agree, because Simpsons went so downhill. Simpsons has a lot more episodes to cause that feeling, though. Yeah, I agree. Okay. John, you have this next one? Uh, sure. Um, Professor Mitchell writes in and says, in light of today's Nintendo Direct, I figured there's a certain question everyone and their mother is chomping at the bit to ask you. So naturally, I'm going to pass on that one and ask a different question instead. If you have the power... It was going to be, who do you want in Smash Bros., I'm pretty sure. Yes, yes, I am going to be in the next Smash Bros. If you had the power to take any area from any game, represented or not, and make it into a stage in Smash Bros., what would it be? And what special feature or hazards would it have? Any Did area? they do Woohoo Island? Yes. Okay. Well, sort of. It was like the background to a flying stage. I think it was more Pilot Wings themed or Wii Sports Resort right. one of the two. I would do a Hit in My Game by Mom. Oh, that's stage. good. That's a real <laughs> good one. Because there's some I'd be, dumb a, I'd shit be a little uncomfortable do. with them just like claiming ownership over the hidden my game by mom. In fact, that's actually not what they would even call it. It was mom hid my the, game or something. mom hid my game or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that that would be very good. Gears of War, just because I would love to see what Nintendo oh, would do with all that. I want Mario to be running around with a Lancer. <laughs> okay. I could see it. And like, um, what are those like pits that would open up? 
emergence holes. Isn't that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those those would be a hazard on the stage? Berserker just comes running through the stage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brumac. Yeah. No, I want um, Cole to just come running through the stage. Yeah, Coltrane. Yeah. <laughs> Cole is Cold, the final smash. And he just shouts, Coltrane! And he just runs from one side to the other. That would be pretty and if you get hit, so it does, good. It does a lot of damage. That'd be very good. Um, they should definitely do a No More Hero stage. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's actually that's- feasible by comparison. Yeah, right. Totally. I'm actually surprised they haven't done one. Uh, or they didn't do one. Well, that's uh, kind of weird. Originally, I was going to say it's because they didn't want M-rated content in there, and then Bayonetta got in. So now that's yeah. Have they the done? Window. Have they done a Bayonetta thing? Well, Bayonetta has a stage, and she's playable. Yeah, she does have a stage. Okay. Yeah, the falling, even the just, falling clock tower. Yeah, oh. Even if they, if it's M-rated, M-rated game, like the stage doesn't have to be M-rated. They could just do like, hey, you're in whatever. Remember this boss fight? You're in this one. I guess that's true. Uh, although Travis Touchdown, he's probably going to be a character, isn't he? I would mm. think it's that's such an easy one to go with. He yeah. he can turn into a tiger. <laughs> There's your super. I'm not going to bank on it. <clears throat> I'd be happy if it happened, but I'm not going to bank on it. It would be as easy. much as as I, is that, as much as they're not going to do it. I would love a Professor Layton stage where it's just like London, like I, it's and it's just like the good like accordion music is just playing. And then a, like a random Ferris wheel comes rolling down at one point. I am a little surprised they didn't do Leighton in four. Yeah, I could. Yeah, that's that, that's true. And considering he like sword fights in every game at some point. <clears throat> Was he not like an assist trophy or anything? No, that's so weird. Did they, I could, they could do a box boy stage. I'm trying to think of just, just Nintendo exclusives at this point. Golf story's good, but I can't think of anything like noteworthy about it. That's not just like it's golf. Yeah. All right, Paul, why don't you take this one from the Krizoa God. Yeah. Krizoa God says, what was your favorite subject in school? And what was your least favorite as well? Language arts was my favorite. Yep. Me too. Oh, wow. Okay. My favorite was uh, communications technology, which was basically like our Photoshop video class. Just everything kind of new media stuff. Okay. I wasn't thinking Hence about into- like things you could choose. I was thinking. Remember, remember his, take. his class, his school was way different than ours at times. Well, I mean, I had like you had to take English as well and stuff like that. Uh, right. So are you are you thinking like just like of the main four that you have to? take? Yeah, then? I was thinking. of. Oh, the no, I, it's, I'd say think from the whole thing. Like I could have said music, for example. Oh, in that case, fuck no. Like mm-hmm. definitely not language arts. Probably. What did I take? I take I took radio broadcasting for a semester. That okay. was super fun. Even though even then, <laughs> back then, that technology was outdated because <laughs> it sure. was like lent to the school. So, right. But, you know, I mean, in, in my in my communication technology class, I started this podcast. Uh, yeah, fair so enough. You're, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, if I have to pick um, of the four, uh, I was I was really good at math. So math kind of came. So I would pick math. Yeah, math was my best class, too. Yep. 
<clears throat> uh, least favorite, that. I think, is the next question, right? Yep. Uh, hands down, social studies. Social was pretty bad. I had a bad I teacher for it, too. Bad. I had great teachers for it. Yeah. I just could not care less about, like, politics or history or anything like that. <clears throat> yeah. So my my school had, or at least my high school, had two different sides of language arts. One was like the like writing stories and stuff like that, which I loved, absolutely loved. Okay. And one was like analyzing books and poetry, which the I had an did both awful teacher for, and I oh. hated that course. Were they sp- different classes, or were they just different units inside? They of, were like, different English classes. Class. They were different classes oh, altogether. Okay. I, I cannot Ours, for the life of me remember what the other class was called, but the other one, the main one, I, the one I liked was literally just called like language arts. It wasn't just like writing. No, that that was just that was that one course. It was weird. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. No, mine was combined. <clears throat> what was your least favorite, Paul? Oh, like maybe so. Actually, biology. Biology was boring and it sucked. Okay, that was a bad class. Yeah, I didn't like uh, sciences either. I took I after grade eleven, I took a sci. I took physics twenty. That was yeah. the last science I've ever taken. Oh, I took physics, chem, and bio, and I loved chem and physics. I hated bio. Okay, I dropped it like right away. It was just so bad. What a bad class. Yeah, my my physics class was fun. I just like it yeah. never clicked with me for some reason. I just couldn't quite get it, and I just and then all the other sciences just seemed like a lot of just you have to memorize this stuff. And yeah, I'm just like no, thank you. Physics was the uh, most homework in any class I've ever had. Oh, really? Yeah, for we me. got to build catapults. That's dope in physics, and um, we had to in mind we had to uh, decorate them in some way. So I took a big board and I made a stencil of Alf. And I spray painted the board black and then yep. had a silver glowing alf on the front. Nice. And to top it off, everyone, by the way, my catapult sucked. We clearly didn't know how to make it very well because there was other people who were making like straight up trebuchets that like the balls were flying real far. I got a prosthetic limb from my dad's work because he makes uh, prosthetic limbs. I got an arm and that was the arm of our catapult. So it literally just kind of held the ball and then really poorly threw it. That's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, all right. I got this last one. Sombrero Mustache writes, It's no secret that in the past few years that Konami has been sinking their reputation like a cruise liner heading for an iceberg. Timely but it's reference. also no secret that Konami is the developer of many great games, arguably being one of the reasons why the NES and the SNES, to a lesser extent, were so successful. My question is, what would Konami have to do in order to redeem itself in the eyes of the public, or at least in your eyes? That's a good question. Just put out good games. That's all I need. What What do you want? Doesn't matter. Just put out games. Like, they're barely putting there out must, games. There's gotta be something. They're like, barely putting out games right now that aren't, like, just pachinko machines. Like, we got Metal so Gear Survive. Like from their, uh, pro- I don't even think they're doing a Pro Evolution Soccer this year. Like, they've got nothing. I'm pretty sure they're getting out of the game. Probably. Yeah. Um, but there's no uh, sequel or anything that you would want. You just say make a, like a new IP that's good. I'm going to be real. They already gave me what I wanted. They gave me Bomberman back. Okay. Hmm. So Konami's good in your eyes. No, but, okay. they, but they get like a pass now. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. 
what they I don't know either put out because my big one was Metal Gear but I kind of don't want them to touch Metal Gear yeah <sighs> yeah like, see. what else did they make that they, I was into I mean the easy way is to as a contractor let Kojima finish Silent Hills with everything he wanted to get back oh, in public man. favor but like that's just not gonna happen that is never going to happen right but like to get public favor that's the first step they could take they have put out so many games oh my god but the thing is, is that they are, they're all products of their time, and I kind of don't care if a lot of them come back, ever. They're fine. It's fine. Because <clears throat> I've seen what, they, what happens when a game overstays its welcome with Metal Gear, with the Metal Gear series. Like, it just keeps degrading every single time, more and more. Right. So, and like Silent Hill... Same thing happened with that. It got worse as that series went on. I kind of just don't want them to do anymore. <laughs> I want them to stop touching the things I love. Yeah, I'm looking at most of their games that, like, it's a lot of Metal Gear. It's a lot of Pro Evolution Soccer. Right. A lot of Yu-Gi-Oh games. Oh, they did that Saw video game. Or at least oh, the first they? one. Okay. They did the first one. I think there's two of those. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing really in their catalog where I was like, yeah, if they do a sequel to that, I'm like, I don't know, maybe if you're way into Frogger. Frogger's kind of dope. You know what's, but you know what? Crossy Road came out. Yeah, Crossy Road. That was everything I wanted from a Frogger reboot. Forever. Uh, yeah, I get, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything. There's a, like, they would have to make a brand new game that is real good because yeah. Metal Gear was the one thing I cared about and I don't want them to touch Metal Gear. Yeah. Also, they kind of don't have to redeem themselves. It's fine. They can get out of the game. It's totally yep. fine. Uh, and here's a question for John, uh, again from Severo Mustache. Two streams ago, you said you're trying to collect every North American GBA game. How far are you from achieving that goal? Very. And what hurdles are you expecting? Very far away. And uh, mainly making sure I don't accidentally get bootlegs. Because yeah, that's the real problem, is uh, there's a lot of bootleg Game Boy Advance cartridges out there. Has there been ones where you didn't think it was a bootleg, but then you found out later it was? Yeah. How how do you how did you like find out later that like what did you not check? Um, I had to pop it open and double check. That was it. There was oh, like, and you just weren't able to ch- double pop it open at the store or whatever. No. Okay. That's weird. Like they just won't let you like open it. Well, like it was at a convention, so I didn't have they didn't have tools on them, and I didn't have anything with me. So, oh, okay. Do you think they knew it was a bootleg? I asked them. So, unfortunately, that's all I had to go off of. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's it for questions this week. If people want to send questions in for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail dot com at tdp podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's PO box. Uh, what are your guys' games of the week? I guess Yakuza Kiwami. Uh, mine's Into the Breach. <laughs> yeah, mine's Into the Breach. So, yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone. We'll be back next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.